Shields going to be talking today about uh, reflecting over the past 16 months since we, he's been with us. Uh, Bill, you want to go ahead and um, give us or share the presentation with us today? Okay, sure. I'm always up for sharing. <laughs> well, you and I, we met uh, 16 months ago in uh, 2018 of August. And, uh, well, I think I was in a pretty pretty strange place. You know, I thought to myself personally I was doing the right things, confident, etc. cetera. But uh, as we started to break things down, and I'll get into that in a few moments, um, really discovering that uh, my, I had low self-esteem, uh, really understood that I had no self-worth and was really just please, trying to please people and seek acceptance. Uh, <clears throat> so when I was reflecting back on it, I, I really understood that I was hungry to escape those issues. You know, I, I always wonder why um, I was always drawn to Joseph in the Bible and, you know, his 22 years of being held in prison. That's basically uh, overall what my situation was in my with my mind and uh, how I felt about myself. And then, you know, it just trickled down to how I was living my life. Uh, you know, it was really an unbelievable journey to, and still a journey, because you, know, you learn something new every day, but the journey of discovering where everything began and to look at it when you, when, you know, you sat me down and we were talking about uh, how I grew up as a child. <clears throat> you know, I had my parents who were always at each other's throats and my father was demeaning to my mother and there was no um, there was no positivity in there. So looking at it, you know, um, what they say is your your first seven years are your most impressionable years. And looking at it, you know, when you told me that, well, you're a product of your past program conditioning. Uh, when I look back at how I grew up, you know, uh, either my mother was having a nervous breakdown because my father was yelling at her all the time, and and then I was being told I wasn't going to amount to anything. And everything that we wanted to do, it felt like just an inconvenience from my father uh, to do with us. So, it, you know, you turned around and you tried to please uh, those people uh, in your life to try to get things smoothed out. Well, you know, and then overall really discovering that my father's past program condition controlled him. But... You, somewhere along the line, you have to break the cycle. And thankfully, you know, being introduced to you, uh, that's broken the cycle for me. I definitely know it has. Uh, it's been a it's been a wild, you know, 16 months. But I can see that everything that uh, you've taught me through those 16 months has been something for me to take and use in the future. Uh, something very positive, and uh, we can get into that, which was one of the most amazing things was when uh, we met and you said, okay, uh, I want you to write down these words, and you keep rambling off these words. I'd be going 10 words written down. Then I'd go 15 words written down and then 20 words written down. And then you'd say, okay, well, what I want you to do is look up the definitions to all of those. And I'm like, dang, 
got to look up all the definitions to these before the next session. But I was hungry and wanted to learn what they were about. So with some of the words, it was interesting to know uh, when you look at where you were to where you are now. Uh, if I look at these words when I was still stuck in the past and my internal thoughts had hold of me, these words would have a different meaning to me. They would, uh, they would give me uh, a feeling of who I was then uh, or the past. And now I look at them now, I see them as uh, something that you want to avoid in um, dealing with your internal thoughts. Uh, for instance, uh, one of the words you gave me was trigger which uh, a trigger is something that sets off a memory tape or flashback transporting the person back to the event of his or her original trauma. So if you look at um, how you were programmed, you know, your past program conditioning, a trigger at any point in time, not knowing what your internal thoughts would do, that could set you off for another year could set you off for another two years it could be detrimental for a decade but knowing that your internal thoughts uh want to hold you your negative your internal thoughts want to hold you in this place of negativity um you can identify or actually just defend yourself against triggers Uh, another one here was anchor um someone or something that provides strength and support, he's a family's anchor. But in this case, uh, an anchor is a heavy device attached to a ship by a cable or chain and used to hold the ship in place when thrown overboard. So it wants to hold you in place. So it anchors you into your past and keeping you in that negative thought process rather than you discovering that your internal thoughts just want to hold you back. Uh, it also, <clears throat> another word that uh, it loves to use is allow. You know, it allows you to do these things to keep you in uh, in a state of, basically in a state of suspension where, you, you know, you're really not going to be productive. You're not going to be dreaming. You're not going to be uh, looking forward to a successful future or anything else. Uh, like the word allow means allow or let permit, imply granting or conceding the right of someone to do something. Well, basically, if you allow yourself to maintain these negative thoughts, then you're allowing your internal thoughts to control your actions. So those are just a few words, but uh, I have stacks of them here. So it's it's interesting to look at them when you're going through the process and, you know, I felt that I was a, you know, a victim and felt down and depressed about all of these things. And these, these words had a different meaning to me than they do now. Now that I look at them, I'm basically looking at them from above understanding that I have nothing to do with them or I can control what those, uh, the meaning of those words would do in my life. I think about it, you know, in my life, uh, my past program conditioning, nothing was ever good enough. 
you know, I was made to feel less than, and that was basically the way I was uh, made to feel definitely uh, when I was growing up and also in my first marriage. So it was one of those interesting things that all of those years of being conditioned like that, uh, I was really a prisoner of my own thoughts or my internal thoughts held me prisoner to what uh, what I was conditioned to actually know and hear. Uh, I saw myself being a people pleaser, and uh, you know that's something that oh, I struggle definitely struggled with in my entire life because pleasing people would smooth out situations to where you didn't have any negative negative impact, you wouldn't have the arguments or anything else like that, but really in retrospect, it can be detrimental to you because then those people that also have negative internal thoughts will use that against you and then it you just become a greater prisoner of your internal thoughts. Those actions where you think are improving a relationship or uh, 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 any kind of circumstance in your life, when you think that it may be improving something, it really it's just holding you back in the same state you are because uh, the other people know that that's what you want to do. You just want to smooth the waters out versus you know say no, get to the bottom of the issue and just clear the air rather than just trying to smooth it out and be diplomatic about things. You know, and that's that's where I was. Uh, it wants you to dwell in the past, you know, in that misery. Um, and I discovered that um, it really is. It's the worst place to be. And now I feel so much. I feel like I've risen out of the water uh, very far compared to where I was. I was drowning. I was drowning. and I was drowning in the water and couldn't even breathe. And I know that now... I'm well above my waist, you know. I'm about I'm about knee high in the water now. Still get to uh, uh, still get to understand many things in my life. But the thing that's uh, been so important is that through the word association and also through understanding what our internal thoughts truly want to do in our lives, I've discovered that I want a better life. And through the uh, through the sessions with you, understanding that I've committed no crimes in my life, that I have, you know, I've lived a good life and being a good person, but you have to think that each individual has internal thoughts that hold them back or make you uh, uh, see you in a different light than you actually are because of their internal thoughts. So there are so many things that uh, it just likes to do to each individual. You know, the devil, the devil is in the details and it's in every detail of our, of our lives because uh, just, he just doesn't want us to succeed. And I've always associated it with the devil and I will to my last dying breath. But if you, if you don't, understand your internal thoughts and where they go um, or take control of them or like Paul would say uh, you know when your internal thoughts start to hold you captive what do you want to do you want to stop drop and roll get out of that mindset as soon as you can 
and I'll look at getting positive thoughts into your, into your head and working through the situation. Every day is a struggle to make sure that your internal thoughts stay in, in check, really, um, because just like uh, my past 16 months, you know, there have been triggers out there that will re-trigger the past or re-trigger a moment in uh, a relationship, etc. And you go back there and it just wants to continue to pull you back in to uh, feel like the victim or feel sad about what ha- occurred or anything like that when that's the past. So, you know, I look at it now to where everything that you've uh, taught me through the last 16 months, everything's been positive. I look at the 16 uh, self-help books that I've read in the last 16 months and the audio books that I've listened to or the motivational um, speakings. Um, or I even think of the uh, little things I have here in my on my desk where uh, the past is dead except for the life you give it. And that's so true. Why does anybody ever want to relive the past? There's no reason to relive the past. Look towards the future. So now I use that as a mantra. You know, the past is dead except for the life you give it. Your future is more powerful than your past. And your future is not ahead of you. It's inside you. And that's what's been wonderful to to work with you on is that being able to unlock what's truly inside and bring it out. Because once you realize how it works and your eyes begin to open, you gain a new confidence in those words and definitions. uh, They either lose meaning uh, in your life or they take on a positive meaning. You know, I look at my life now, I'm far more confident than I was 16 months ago. Um, I look at our meeting that we had with some individuals uh, when you came with me to a meeting that I had with some individuals that were trying to take advantage of me. You know, the old bill would have said, oh, okay, well, you know, just do me a favor. Make sure, uh, you know, you don't um, deduct anything from me each month now, and then we'll just leave it at that. But, you know, taking a broader uh, view of, what was occurring, they were fully taking advantage of me and I let, I actually, I spoke out. The old Bill wouldn't have spoken out. He would have just, you know, kept it smooth and let's just, okay, move on with life. Well, there are certain times when you, you don't want to be taken advantage of. So what's nice is I've, I've come to realize I'm not going to be taken advantage of. I'm, I know that uh, through these last 16 months, I've become uh, someone who had a low self-worth to someone who has a very high self-worth. I'm dreaming again now. I'm dreaming about what I want in my future. Before, I I was dreaming of others' futures. I was just, you know, I was just living day by day. I was a slave to it, and I was just living how it wanted me to live. But uh, it's been wonderful not to be fearful. Uh, you know, it's, it's fine to make mistakes. And before, I used to beat myself up about making mistakes, you know, and I'd, I'd beat myself up internally saying, oh, well, yeah, figures, you know, that's just the way you are, you know, oh, geez, you screwed it up again. Well, no, everyone makes mistakes. 
all you do is you got to learn from your mistakes or now many of the things are so stupid you just laugh them off but we have all we we each have all of our past that is tucked away in there with us and if we don't open it up and really look at it it can hold us back from a successful future, uh, a successful relationship, a successful job, uh, anything that we want to do in our life, it can hold us back and keep us in a state of not being really doing what we're supposed to be doing on this earth. You know, uh, the big guy, God didn't put each of us on this earth just to suck air and, you know, collect debt and to just wake up in the morning, go to work, and do this. We are, we are here on this earth, just like we are on this podcast, to affect each other's lives. And even if it's just one person, it's still one person that's going to be able to affect another and another and another. It's a chain reaction. So if you look at um, what you've done for the people that have come into your life, Paul, just like you did with me, you've made an impact on these, on these individuals to look at their life in a different light. And I am so thankful that I met you 16 months ago. I'm thankful that, uh, you know, many times me, I would, uh, I've been through counseling before and I'd listen and I'd work on it. But then it would only stay with me for, you know, months, two months, three months. But with this, I am driven to know that there's light at the end of the tunnel. You're always going to have obstacles, but it's how you maneuver through those obstacles that's going to get you to the other side. Before it was just, oh boy, okay, well, let me get back to the drawing board. No, now it's forge forward. And with the teachings that you've given me through just really po the positive reinforcement um, and word association, sitting there and understanding whether it be 23 words a session, three words a session, each of them makes an impact on how you think. And it's made a positive impact with me. I think, uh, you know, I appreciate the... Uh, everything from the word association to understanding um, just your observations of the type of individual I am. You know, I understand the type of individual you are. So reflecting on the last 16 months, I, I can say that I am hidden shoulders above where I was. And I am definitely not afraid to move forward this following year. 2020 is going to be an awesome year for me. And I'm looking forward to more time with you, more time with Jody and Ray, uh, you know, and making an impact through uh, reflecting on what we've learned with you or uh, speaking about uh, other different situations where we can help people. It's been an awesome ride, and um, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, the next year to see how that goes. Thank you, uh, Bill. Let me uh, ask you a few questions. In the beginning, sure. you were mentioning that you, um, your it was trying to resist uh, defining these words and apply them to your life. 
what uh, did you start to realize and acknowledge after a while of understanding what these words mean rather than the misbeliefs that a lot of the words that you knew uh, had negative effects on you? Yeah, when I read them, I, I, I read them and define them and say, yeah, that, that's me. And uh, looking at it, what I had to do is look at it and say, no, well, that really isn't me. That's how it wanted to hold me and make me think that that was me. But it's really, I wasn't that individual. And what uh, the, one of the biggest things uh, through one of our sessions I remember is you saying, is this you? And I said, no, I don't own this. This is not me. And I'm not, I'm not owning that, that, uh, that definition because that isn't me. And when you can do that and hold it in your mind, it's, it's such a freeing, um, sensation just to know that if you say you don't own that, uh, just cast it away. Uh, and it won't, it really won't come back. I've, I've experienced to where many of the things that we define have not come back into my life, have not come back into even one thought in my life. Have, have you noticed when you're talking to people, you look a little bit more uh, different at words that they communicate to you? Oh, it's very interesting, you know, to... Uh, carry on a conversation with someone or to just meet someone for the first time, I've noticed you, you can tell by uh, their body language, the way that they speak. Uh, if, it's, if it gets to be semi-negative, you know that there are things going on in their life that uh, they have issues with uh, or they might be looking to reach out for help and don't know what to say. And also just the, uh, their mannerisms. Uh, many people, you know, you could sit there uh, even at a restaurant and uh, a waiter or a waitress could come up and start to ask for your order. Well, you can tell just by their tone of voice or the way that they carry themselves how they really feel about themselves. And uh, it's interesting to be able to people watch now and start to, you know, not, not pick them apart psychologically because it's fun. But, to, but being able to understand that this individual looks like they may be going through some issues right now. So what are some probing questions that we may be able to ask them to maybe get them to open up? And, you know, they may not open up there. It may keep them back. But there are many times when some people just want to throw up all over you and tell you their entire life story, just like I did the first day I met you. <laughs> so it's one of those things that, uh, you know, you're there. And once you, once you get some of those tools in your tool belt, it, it's, a, uh, it's an interesting uh, endeavor to be able to uh, work at trying to help people. Very good, very good. Bill, appreciate your sharing, and uh, uh, I gained a lot of uh, information out of the uh, speech that you, you know you did tonight. Thanks a lot for that. Oh, thank you, uh, Jody. Jody, you want to share anything about the reflecting um, that Bill talked about this evening? Sure, sounds good. That was really good, Bill. 
And, you know, re- reflecting on our growth is always a good way to kind of see like how far we've come. And it's always good to kind of look at kind of our progress. And sometimes I, I take a lot of that for granted. And like Bill said, for me, I was always looking for a lot of acceptance and appreciation. Um, and I've noticed that throughout my past as kind of a way to help define like my self-worth kind of like made me feel more about myself and you know through you know working with Paul and a lot of the past program conditioning I I was able to see kind of where a lot of that came from and there's a lot of things that I was able to see where they came from and it, it puts a new I guess emphasis on those different traits when suddenly you realize that you kind of were trained that way and that you could decide and change those different habits any way that you wanted. And defining word was, words was kind of interesting. Uh, one, it requires some effort, you know, requires some work and writing these down, starting to think. And I always associate work with growing, kind of like working out and things like that. And, you know, through that word acknowledgement, I got to realize that, hey, these words didn't really mean what I, I thought they meant. And that came from a lot of past program conditioning also, just words that you use when you're around friends or family and you just assume that's what they mean. Or you'd be like, well, what does that mean? And then they will tell you what they think it means. That doesn't mean that's what it really means. And with the same thing, I had I noticed there was a lot of like feelings attached with certain words. And once you start to define them and realize what the word really means, you kind of start to disassociate that feeling and you start to kind of um, desensitize those feelings that were attached to those. And, you know, some of the things I noticed too is I tend to be kind of like a people pleaser, like Bill said, looking for that appreciation, which tends to make it hard when someone's asking for help. I know I can do it. And then maybe it conflicts with some other things I wanted to do. So, you know, learning how to say no and things like that. And then dwelling on the past, there was a lot of things. I didn't dwell on the past so much about the negative things and things like that. Most of my dwelling on the past was like past achievements and things that I've done or things that I've owned. Um, And I had a lot of holding on to a lot of attachment to, you know, different things and different achievements. And I realized that by reflecting on those and telling those same stories over and over and, you know, hanging all those achievements on my wall and things like that, it was really holding me back from going on to do new things and create new dreams and new visions and things like that. And there were things that would always, like Bill mentioned, triggers, you know, things from the past, and it's a battle to have that it, that internal thought, say something and then you're like, oh man, it starts having those triggers. And, you know, at first it's a little bit hard. Like you catch yourself saying these things over in your head and you're like, suddenly once you identify them and realize that these are those, you can use that three-step process, confront those things, identify like where it came from. Like, where did I come up with that idea? Why is that going through my head? and then be proactive and just do the opposite. And it's difficult to always do the opposite. It's like breaking a new habit. And these are a lot of these habits we don't even know we have. They're just, like I said, built in from that past program conditioning. And 
you know, a lot of that took a lot of repetition because my mind and my it convinced me that that's what I believed. And so once I realized that was a trigger from something, I could stop it. Um, and I, another big thing that helped out that I reflect on is like misbelief and just looking at different things, um, that I thought were supposed to be like a certain way. Um, I've kind of always accepted myself just the way I am. Um, but once I started to actually look at and evaluate where it all came from, I realized some of those things weren't necessarily in my best interest and it creates a new perspective on different things that I've learned or accepted and to be able to change those misbeliefs, to identify them and write them down and think, well, I don't have to believe and think things are supposed to be this way. I can create um, those beliefs the way I want them to. So um, it was a good, good uh, talk on reflection, Bill, and that's all I got. Thanks, Jody. We appreciate it very much for your sharing. Bill, yeah, that was a very good talk tonight, Bill. Appreciate both of you, uh, Jody and uh, Bill, uh, participating in, in uh, exposing it more to the world. Um, who wants to uh, refresh what it represents, uh, Jody or Bill? Take it away, Jody. All right. Um, yeah, the, the it is the uh, internal thought. And we talked about it on the, the previous podcast. And it's those things that we believe to be true. Uh, it comes from the past program conditioning. And it's, it's not really good, bad, or indifferent. It's just what we believe. And a lot of times that goes through over and over our head. And without actually... C- recognizing where it comes from it's just what we're going to continue to believe so it's your, it's your past program conditioning creating your belief system to be what you think is true right right good and uh, we appreciate everybody being on the call tonight and don't forget uh next week 515-604-9530 Access code 655-145. The number again is 515-604-9530. Access code 655-145. We'll see you all next Thursday night at 730. Thank you very much. Appreciate everybody being on the call.